Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Masters, uh, maniacs, and all that fun things. Um, <laughs> I am very excited. I guess I've had some pent up energy from us uh, not recording <laughs> last week, but I am so excited to get my brick on. Uh, my name is Mark. I'm one of the hosts here, and I am Josh. I am the other host, the Jamie to his Amy, the Amy to oh. his Jamie. I don't know. We we could go through and figure out which one of us is more like the other, but either way. Um, we are partners here, breaking down every episode, brick by brick, of Lego Masters. <laughs> Breaking it down. Um, and we're excited because, like, uh, we missed last week, which last week, in my personal opinion, might have been one of the all-time great Lego Masters episodes. Um, yes. I saw the episode before you did, and you're like, really? And they're like, oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> you you did not overhype it, Mark. I was I, I thought you might have, and I was like, man, okay, th- is it really going to live up to the hype? And it did. That was... Such an incredible episode. I mean, obviously, we're going to talk about it, but like it, it yeah. checks so many boxes of what makes a great reality TV like episode, like beyond the Lego, which was incredible yeah. and really cool. Like, yeah, we're, we'll, talk, we'll talk about it, but it was just so good. And also, this week's episode, no slouch either. Um, I think it it was an episode I was a little concerned of, and then I loved it. Um, yeah, but look, let's get going, right? Um, um let's do it. God. I'm so excited to talk about this episode. Um, we start off with episode six, Is It Brick? Um, which is such a fun title uh, for an episode. I, I, it's always great seeing how they name these. I love the names of these episodes. They're always fun. Um, and like, yeah. the, I was on like a lot. I was a little concerned with how hammy the little sketch was at the top of the episode was. Um, with like black and white and everything like that. You see like, uh, like, Will Arnett's uh, detective agency, like what's happening here. Um, and it was such a cool start for what a fun episode. Also, we have viewers. Um, we are live. If anyone wants to ask questions, we'll, we'll <laughs> answer them. Um, but yeah, um, I thought that it was such a fun little start of like setting up with a nice realistic set, which is so important for this episode. Like the set was realistic for Will's uh, uh, detective agency. Yes. Uh, again, very, uh, Will was very much in his element, um, you know, as uh, Murderville, Will Arnett, um, you know, has yeah. been a detective already on Netflix. I love that show. Uh, people have been very mixed on it. I think Will, Net- Will Arnett is like one of the great improvers of our, uh, you know, generation here. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, the, the set was very fun, though. And I thought that like, yeah, I was very surprised at some of the choices that the contestants made. We'll get to in a second. Yeah. But the the beyond even the Lego, it's just it, they they just do such a freaking good job. And this was not even like we talk about like the sets they they build for each episode that are usually like out of Lego and they're very yeah. elaborate and stuff. This was just like a totally different thing. This is just like as it was if it was and like like lots of props. 
Yeah, it just felt like an old timey film noir set, you know, like a soundstage. And so it, they just they did a great job there. And it wasn't even a Lego designed, you know, set that they were working with to start the episode. I do have to talk about the first thing that we noticed in this episode, though, um, that there's not all the teams are there. Um, yeah, I literally was having a full blown anxiety attack when I realized because one of them was missing at the end of last week's episode. Poppy was sick. And yes. now Ben and Poppy are gone. Um, and they were great competitors, really getting into the rhythm of things towards the end of time. Um, I have found out since the episode ended uh, that Poppy had COVID, which is why they're not in the rest of the season. He did. Yeah. Way. They never mentioned it again, which is very terrifying. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. I was like, oh, no, Poppy's dead. Like, that's I, I was. I was waiting for like a title card at the end or something that did a little yeah. explanation or like a little video or something they could have done like with just Poppy and Ben being like, hey, everybody, we're sad. We, you know, we can't be there with you all. So I, I don't know what that was about. But um, I usually I feel like Lego Masters is very thoughtful with everything. And that felt a little bit like ominous that we just didn't get any update beyond that. So, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Ben posted on Reddit. I know, like, an update saying in the Lego Masters subreddit saying, like, Poppy's all right, explaining that he got, you know, was Poppy. sick and was not allowed. <laughs> Poppy didn't die in Georgia unless... Yeah. Yeah. So, no, Poppy is Poppy is still with us, yeah. thankfully. Um, I honestly wouldn't mind if they brought them back, you know, uh, for another season because they didn't really get a good run. They seem very fun, but probably I'm guessing that, unfortunately, that might be all we see of Poppy and Ben on Lego Masters. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, we might see like Ben like in like a holiday spectacular if they do another one of those. We don't know. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So we get to the actual challenge, um, and the idea is they have to take something from Will's detective office and replace it with a one-for-one recreation in Lego, not like like not like bright purple, but like <laughs> more realistic one-for-one and. I, there's a lot of very fun things in that office that people could choose. Yeah. Was there anything that stuck out to you, Mark, that they didn't choose that they, they that you thought someone might have? I thought the fan was going to get chosen, honestly. That was the, exactly. That's what I thought, too. That's exactly what I was going to say. Maybe it's too hard to make those like uh, little um, metal parts on like the wiring like, yeah. look too real. Or that, the dartboard would have been a, a smart one, but it might have been too easy of a build. Yeah, not uh, like three-dimensional enough with the dartboard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I from the preview, I thought someone was taking the desk because they yes, they showed people moving like. the desk yeah. for the carpet. Um, you know, which now we we know why the desk was moved. But I was like, so I was bracing for the desk to be a, a discussion. But one of the funnest things, you know, when people are choosing here is the, the whole approach that Christopher had to you know manipulating another team um, into Sam and Nina into taking the rug. <laughs> what did you think about this, Mark? Because this I, was. Emergent Lego Masters gameplay. There's that never been strategy this building. show. Never yeah, been exactly. this. And like, I was watching my fiance, mom, I can watch, and she was like, "I don't like this. I like Lego uh, Masters yeah. to be like just straight up, like an honest, like do the best you can." And like, but like, I'm intrigued by it. Honestly, I think it was like interesting move to see like, like the way that they did it is like they were. Christopher and Robert like, I don't know. Can we do it? Do you think we do it? I don't know. And Nina and Sam were here and like, we got, we got, those are our competition. We got to beat them and take this carpet. Uh, you know, I, so I liked it. Well, in general, I, I'm a fan of strategy. Love, you know, competition reality shows. I think that people like 
sometimes get a lot of unnecessary flack for being strategic on shows where there isn't yeah. a lot of strategy. And I kind of think like there's a real prize pool out there. If they're not cheating, like it's all fair. But I get that the spirit of Lego Masters has been, you know, kind of like a great British baking show. There's been just this like, and we even see it at the end of this episode, camaraderie and like, you know, a sense of like, we're in yeah. it for the love of the game, but there's real money. So if you can find an edge somewhere, I'm kind of usually a fan. But what I do like especially about this is that they're punching up. Nina and Sam had the golden brick. So Christopher and Robert were not like they were not trying to like manipulate the weakest people to like, you know, do something impossible and then go home. They were trying to get the golden brick back into circulation. So I feel like that was especially advantageous for them. Not just to like they're not just like picking out again, like picking on the uh, on the weak ones and trying to just like weed out like them. They were trying to like get the golden brick back out there so that they could potentially get it in the future. So I just thought that it was actually pretty fun and I was a fan of it, but I could yeah. understand why somebody might feel like it's not what, why they tune into Lego masters. Like I think it's so interesting. Cause like most of the builds are very small, but complicated. Like the clarinet is one that is incredible telescope. Uh, the TV could have been incredible. Um, like the camera was incredible. Like all those were like incredible small details. That's how they ended up being. Um, and also, like, the chair and the rug ended up being incredible, but those were not small builds. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, it's interesting because I feel like this is a very big episode for Christopher and Robert because both the characters of them, of, like, being the villains of the show, really excels. But also yeah. you see it, like, them in the ass to a certain extent, too. Yeah. I just think, like, this is the fun type of villain you want to see on a show. Like, they're they're playing the game hard in ways that people haven't really explored yet, but they're doing it in like good, in a good spirit. And I, I, we've talked about this, Christopher, I would say definitely has grown on me. And I would say right now, especially this episode and the next episode, I'm just going to say top of top of our podcast here, my favorite contestant since Boone, I I, am loving. It's not that I'm actually rooting for him the most. I just love what he brings to the show. Like he is like the best reality TV character they have had outside of Boone, in my opinion, because Will Arnett loves him. They Will Arnett loves to riff off with Christopher with the improv and like the joking and Christopher just gives so much. Mm-hmm. He prepares all those like monologues before the builds. He like, again, is really good on the fly with joking about, you know, and stuff. And then he's actually good at building as well. Like it, he like, again, he checks a lot of boxes and I, I really hope one day we can talk with this guy. Cause he just seems like this larger than my personality that they somehow lucked into getting on the show. Yeah, he is one of like the three people I've seen online uh, from the season because I've seen Sam, him, and um, Emily, I think, online okay. to some extent. Um, I would love to talk to to some of those people. Like, Yeah, no, he's definitely on that list of like people I'd like to talk to after yeah. the season. Also, um, I should say, like, there is a chance that Nick might join us at a future episode. We talked about trying to get him on for this week. He was interested. Uh, like, <laughs> folks know at home. Uh, well, you'll understand later why Nick was asked if he wanted to be a part of this episode in a bit. But <laughs> yeah. you're right, though. Like, Christopher is one of the more complicated, interesting, fun characters we've had in a while on the show. Is yeah. he my favorite? I don't think so. But I like him a lot. I really enjoy watching him and seeing where his brain goes. Yeah, I'm more of like a 
strategy game bot nerd probably than you are. <laughs> yeah. I know you're like, you know, you're a theater guy. You like a lot more of the storytelling characters. I mean, we both as a character, I think, but like, I, I think I'm just like interested to see what he's bringing to the show. That's kind of new and fresh. So it, that's for what, me, like, really well, that's like, like, it's very new. Like it's yeah. not what the show's used to. And I love that. Yeah. Um, like, I'm not like, uh, like I love this cast. I genuinely love this cast, especially those top six teams. I've really like, I'm really like in love with them. Um, yeah. But um, yeah. Um, also like, can we just talk about the sheer size of what they got Nina and Sam to do? That's 99 base plates, uh, like to do a one for one. It's yeah. like it's a huge, huge undertaking in 10 hours. Um, the judges figured out they would have to do, I think it was 156,000 pieces, which is absurd. They'd have yeah. to do like four pieces a second. Like, you can't yeah. do that. Um, and like, good on Christopher and Robert for being villainous for getting <laughs> for working on getting the golden brick to be used. Yeah. So I mean, I, I we've talked about this. Nina and Sam, they are ambitious. If they are one thing, and so I love that they went for something ambitious. This felt like an obviously bad idea, but yeah, they got pressured, they got manipulated into picking this, you know, in the spur of the moment before they could really think through the implications. Yeah. Um, but I just think in general, like, I love the teams that go for it, that that are going big um, and not playing it safe. And so I think probably the golden brick in their pocket helped them to just kind of make that split decision. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, they're really fun. I mean, I think that, I mean, honestly, Christopher and Robert, while not going for the rug, that chair was also very ambitious. Um, and I do think that, like, the rug and the chair, they kind of got a little screwed by like not having all the information because we had one of these mid, you know, point twists, um, yeah. mid episode twists. Like they didn't know that the there was like such a high priority on tricking people. They knew that that was part of it. But at this point, they just they, they didn't realize there was going to be somebody who was going to come in and judge them, you know, like and see if they could actually trick them or not. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think I think I like that if you're not gonna go for like this like perfect recreation, you gotta go big and ambitious. And so um, I mean, I get the logic from Nina and Sam, and I like that Christopher and Robert went there. But if they knew all the, if they had all the information, I think they would have both probably chosen something a little bit smaller that they could just execute super well. Yeah. Uh, should we talk about the other teams as like what they chose? Sure. Uh, yeah. Let's before go for it. Gets like the adjudication i guess uh i'm not the right word honestly <laughs> uh, uh paul <laughs> and alita uh they just a telescope and i love that they're like i love how like such a big part of their character arc is them bickering immediately and they're like <laughs> making like really cool pills like they're like no 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 no, no. and there's like perfect baby recreation or, or whatever yeah no that was great I um I, I thought as soon as Aubrey and Ryan, as soon as they selected the TV, I was like, this is a bad idea <laughs> because mm -hmm. the my first thought, like Amy and Jamie, uh, was like, how are you going to do the screen? And that didn't come up for them. Uh, you know, they they put it off to the end. But uh, I, as soon as they picked the TV, I was like, that feels like a bad idea. I don't get where, where how you're going to do this. Yeah. Um, and then we got Lewis and Alex uh, with the record player. Those guys love their motion. It's also like. A Lego friendly build if they can get the record play if they can get the record on the player to spin and look real. Yeah, no, I, that was a I, that was a cool thing in the room that my eye was drawn to immediately as yeah. far as like an item to pick. Um, and then another item was uh, Emily and Kelly um, picked the clarinet. And my first thought, um, similar to 
uh, Allison and Melanie who picked the camera was just like, okay, this is small. How are they? They got to really nail it. And so um, I, I felt like both those teams picking the small items, like I just, they, they were able to pull it off obviously, but like I was worried immediately that it was going to be too small. Yeah. I mean like um, the clarinet is one of those like harder things. Like you have to really uh, think about like how you're using your pieces for that kind of situation. Um, which is then we get a new vocabulary term, NPU, nice break, nice part usage. And it's yeah. like, it's interesting because like a clarinet as a Lego build in theory is not the hardest thing, but the piece, like the, like the actual, uh, I don't even know what the term is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the joints. Which is, yeah, yeah. The, the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> That's where it gets tricky. Cause Lego doesn't make pieces like that. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it. I, I have thoughts when we get to the judging part, but yeah, so that's basically what everybody chose. Um, and then they get to the building portion. Anything stick out to you there while people were building? Um, I just thought this was like fascinating watching like the, like watching the Sam immediately regret having to build this giant fucking carpet. Um, I know <laughs> we try to keep it like very peachy, but this is like, this is a big carpet. Um, and like, yeah. um, and like seeing also, Chris or Rob would be like, did we buy that for shoe? Because like uh, the chair is a substantial chair. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just like I feel like most of the episodes just trying them watching those two teams and then Aubrey and Ryan being like, how do we make the TV bend where it needs to bend? Yeah, them being like, ah, we'll figure out that part later. <laughs> you know, and then they never get to it till the end. Uh also, I love the fact that Will's actually anxious in this episode. It's like very fascinating watching me like, no, oh, I'm actually anxious because this is a tough build for everyone. Yeah. yeah. I wonder at what point they knew they were going to use the golden brick. That's the question I had watching it because um, by the time we do – well, let's get there in a second. I think the next thing, unless you have anything else to say about this portion, we have the twist that comes. The twist is one of my favorite things ever. Um, yeah, your pal. Oh my god, I love this person so much. I got yeah. so happy. Like they we find out that there's gonna be a special guest judge uh that is going to try to guess what the the item is, like when they put him back into the office. And you think it's gonna be like someone like famous, like maybe like Brad Pitt, who actually is <laughs> he's a yeah. producer on the show. It could happen. Um, or someone like that, like someone like of like you know, like normal fame. But they chose is so much Lego Masters famous? They chose Stacy, one of the co-winners um, with Nick uh, from season three, who is not just like an amazing Lego builder and personality and a very kind, good soul. She knows her way around Lego, like, and I think that's really fascinating. They chose someone that's like that knows what Lego looks like, you know? Yeah. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, to bring out somebody from. Previous and we season. don't find her until like the like till the end of the episode. When yeah, so at, yeah, at the midpoint, they just make the, the the announcement that it's gonna that what the twist is gonna be and that someone's gonna be judging them. Um, and yeah, I don't know who I expected. I did think it was gonna be someone more of like one of these like smart list guests that yeah. Will Arnett gets on his podcast. You know, just like another random Hollywood celebrity or somebody somebody filming something in, down in Georgia. You know, that week. Um, but like being a Marvel person, yeah, uh, yeah. So- Georgia. Although um, I guess, you know, now I think about it, they're probably not filming a lot of non-reality TV during this period <laughs> because of the writer's strike and stuff. Well, I think this was um, shot last summer because I know they're shooting season five right now. Oh, I found okay. out from some intel, but that's all I can say about that. Yeah. Um, 
also, I before we get to um, like the last ten minutes of the episode, before we get to all that, I think it's really funny that like we get Spunky Jamie in this episode. <laughs> he steals Will's uh, one hour call, and like you hear the voiceover, he's like, "I knew I had one chance to do this." Yeah, uh, and it's just really funny that it's in the voiceover too, like the the film noir voiceover for, and it's love. I love it. I love, I love how Jamie is the serious judge, and yet he like can get so goofy sometimes. I feel like we've crossed the threshold this season. It's been something that I've been pointing out or like that was jumping out to me at the beginning of this season was how Jamie and Amy really feel more willing to kind of lean into things. Even remember the bubble wrap he was wearing yeah. like, a couple sets ago? Like Jamie never did any of that stuff before. And I feel like he's really having fun with it, feeling more comfortable out there. Um, and so I love it. I, I, I His facial expressions when he was acting were very fun. I, I just thought it was very campy. And very appropriate. I mean, we, we'll have another Jamie moment next episode, which I'm very excited to talk about, too, because it's very weird, because I feel like now, did did Amy not become the more serious judge by proxy? <laughs> <laughs> well, Amy still cries at the end of basically every episode, I so I don't it. know if you can call her the serious judge, but I, yeah, no, they, they're just, I just feel like they're just becoming more and more able to be freely themselves and comfortable out there, yeah. and I'm, I'm here for it. Um, and then we get to a beautiful moment, which is one of my favorite types of things in Lego Masters. I don't, I can't really figure out when it started because, like, you know, editing is a thing. But it looks like it's the last twenty minutes of the time, and like you get cutting back and forth between Nita and Sam, like feverishly putting pieces in, and uh, Crystal and Robert trying so hard to finish their big build too. And then we see the teams that finished because pretty much every team is finished because they're doing smaller builds. Start helping Nina and Sam, and it's like, well, it's like really beautiful. Wow, like Lego Masters brings people together. It's, it's like that thing that like I remember being a kid, like playing with my Lego um, with friends or in like preschool or whatever, and people just building together. And it's like that beautiful thing, like man, Lego rules, you know? <laughs> yeah, and so it, it's it. When I asked before about when did they know they were going to play the Golden Brick, my thing is I think that at this point everybody knew that they were going to be playing the Golden Brick. And therefore, we're immune and all that stuff. So it was, like, easy to help them as well because you yeah. knew that they weren't going to be – if you helped them, they weren't going to be taking your spot, you know? Um, so they weren't going to be going home no matter what anyways. And then, yeah, Christopher and Robert are the only team that's not helping them. And oh, I and think, Aubrey Ryan because they were still dealing with their – Okay, team. got it. Yeah, yeah, And so um, – and I was just going to point out that Christopher and Robert were also dealing with their last-minute, you know, ambitious chair – I do think that Christopher and Robert, even though they manipulated them to do the rug and all that stuff, they would have jumped in and helped. But yeah, with them and Aubrey and Ryan, um, they just were also putting last minute touches. Yeah. So it was it was a really, really touching moment. And like I it's funny because I feel like I'm contradicting myself. I love both the strategy part of like of like getting them to make the rug, and then I also am moved by people choosing to help them. I feel like Lego Masters can have both, so I, I'd love to see more of both of those things, to be honest. It was just, like, really cool. I think also, like, again, it was, like, that weird karmic energy that happened because of Christopher Robert screwing over there. Well, not screwing over, but, like, you're there t- making people do something might, that was not necessarily in their best interest yeah. um, by, like, and, like, them, like, barely finishing their chair in time. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Anything it's yeah. I was just going to say, like, I, you know, we, we, we watch shows like Survivor or Big Brother where, like, helping people has a benefit because you need, like, their vote in the end. Like, this is just much more of a pure moment because they don't gain anything. Like, there's no, like, you don't need to, like, make friends in Lego Masters. You don't need to, like, 
you know, have the social aspect of the game really come into play. But so it was just it was just a pure moment, and I I think that it was very very touching. I was surprised at how touching it was, but I loved it. Yeah, um, and then we find out that Nina and Sam are going to use their glowing brick, and their because their carpet, I think, is still like six feet smaller than it should be. Yeah, um, and they did not like because it was supposed to be like one hundred fifty six thousand uh, studs, and it ended up being twenty thousand pieces, I believe. Um, I mean, it looked good. But it was also a thing of like, yeah, it's nowhere near the size that they had. Yeah, it's definitely not a one-to-one ratio. It's not a one-to-one in the pattern. Um, but it still was a very impressive feat of bricklaying. And um, yeah, they they honestly it looked like a cool rug, like at the end, you know, but it wasn't yeah. the rug that they were copying. Yeah. So then um, we get our introduction who the special guest is. And I, I like, I love how the show shot so much. Like they got her like in like the Vixen red dress, the long gloves, and you find out Stacy. And like in like typical Stacy being like the nerd that she is a fashion one. Will's like, all right, you have a minute to figure out what is real and what's not. And like she's like freaking panics like all over her face. Like, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> so that was one thing that really jumped out to me was how nervous she was. She was just kept she was like, Oh my god, oh my god, okay, okay, I'm trying to figure it out. And like I was like, I was like, Stacy, it's okay. Like you know, you don't have to be so like, stressed. Free, free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but I I mean I think that she also probably it's like a it's like almost you know she wants to be complimentary I think towards the builds and stuff and you don't want to like I almost feel bad for her because like she was being kind of the like bearer of bad news by pointing out the obvious like you know, ones that were sticking out. And so I was like, ah, this isn't like the most fun thing for her to come in and be doing on a whim. I mean, it's fun for her to be there, I'm sure. But like, she kind of has to be the bad guy. (laughs) And we saw like they were going to get like eliminated because she found their stuff. Like, yeah, the ones that she spotted instantly were like the TV. She thought the dartboard was one. She spotted the chair. And I think that was it. Yeah, I think that's it. Yep. Because she was just like, ah, 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 ah. And like, like, while this is happening, uh, it keeps kind of like Sam being like, she's not looking down. This is insane. Uh- <laughs> yeah. I also love how Will, you know, takes an opportunity to make the most of it and throws everything up in slow motion and, yeah. and you know, make it into a little bit of a dramatic moment. So, like, um, but yeah, I just double checked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, it's, it's just, he's just so good. And so, yeah, it, it was, I can confirm. It's just the TV, the chair and the dartboard that she guessed. Um, so, um, really the chair, I loved how Christopher owned it when they presented their thing. And he was like, like, is there any, what, what do you think the odds are, you know, of her finding it? And he said like, you know, th- it will be the first thing she spotted in the room. And it wasn't even that, but they, you know, she did spot it. It sounds like she found about 30 seconds in, like she found that TV immediately. Yeah. Uh, and then thought the dartboard, but, um, yeah, it's like really fun watching like, uh, will destroy everything. Um, and we also don't get like a traditional adjudication as episode, which I find very fascinating too, because we have that. Uh, but like we get to um, like oh, also like Stacy freaked out when she knows the carpet too. Like she's like, wow, like yeah, no that see this also was really fun. This is like because they were playing the golden brick. Will could lean into being like, how crazy is this rug? Because if it was going to be properly judged against the other ones, I think he would have had to be a little bit more unbiased or reserved about. Yeah. The rug, but it was like almost so fun that they went for something so big. They played the golden brick, so nobody stressed out. They could help them finish the rug, and then Will could just lean into like blowing her mind, you know, that the rug was there, and she wouldn't didn't even think to notice it. 
And uh, and so, yeah, I, I thought that, like, it all just, like, worked together to make this really cool story, this episode, yeah. about this rug. So then we get to our top two, which is completely a new top two. Um, we get Emily and Kelly with their amazing clarinet. And, like, they use, like, they use, like, pots and pans and stuff like that. And, like, yeah. uh, like fish and, like, other cool great pieces to be, like, the like the, the handles and such. On a, yeah. I don't even know the proper term. I apologize. If anyone's a music <laughs> person, um, I, I'm not a musician, um, as you probably figured out. And Paul and Nalita also with their amazing telescope. Like, two just really good dead-on builds, you know? Yeah, the um, both of these honestly could be sold. Like that's what I was thinking. Like you know, like Legos really leaning into like adult um, yeah. Lego sets that like sit on people's bookshelves. The clarinet, especially in my mind, is just like something that's like ready to go to market. Like it could just be people would buy that, you know. And I looked it up just so we're not like stumbling over our words. It is a key that those Thank are you. keys on the clarinet. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I was calling them buttons. Um, so yeah, the, the the keys were very impressive. The clarinet I thought was the best one, like, but I I'm not gonna quibble with the telescope being, you know, the winner here. I mean, the telescope did fully re- uh, rotate, and also like, I'm happy to see Paul and the Lita get uh, uh get the love that they deserve. Um, I feel like they've been like very they've been a very good quiet team throughout this whole season. Like yeah. they're really fun whenever they get shown. Then like they're like they're always taking the middle of the pack. So it's nice to see them like at the top, you know. Totally, they are masters of what you need to do in Lego masters to go far, which is just don't be last They They know their limits. They're not overly ambitious most of the time. And I thought with a the telescope, they might've bit off more than they could chew with making it like look that cylinder round shape, but they really nailed it. They did a great job. So it was a, it was a great build. Yeah. And I'm glad that they got to have um, a, uh, a win here. Yeah. And then uh, bottom two, which is Allison Mel with the camera. Cause it was just, it was good, but it was just small. Um, yeah. and Aubrey and Ryan with their TV that looked like it was like 94% there. Yeah. I mean, this is just one of those episodes again, where it's just a very clear, like one team just couldn't pull it out. And they, yeah. they, they didn't take the judge's advice to, to deal with the screen when they needed to in the beginning and saved it to the end because they didn't have a good idea of how to do it. And it just, it didn't, didn't work out, but Hey, at least they got a trip to Vegas. So they're not and going they, home empty handed. Yeah. I think they were like they were really fun characters. I thought we were gonna get more of them from the way it was feeling from the Circus Slay episode upward. Um, until like granted that was just the episode before, but I don't know. I like I really enjoyed them and I'm happy we had them. Yeah, no, Aubrey and Ryan, they had some great builds, they definitely had some skills, and uh like they grew on me a little bit over the course of the season and stuff yeah. as well. So I, I yeah, I hope they have very fun, a lot of fun building with their kids making Lego designs together, you know, in the future. Um, but yeah, yeah, sorry to see them go. So next, uh, we're on our second episode, which is going to be a definitely a short one for us to talk about because it's not as exciting. It's a great episode, though. Um, it's a good traditional episode like the Masters, which is Brick Chic. I think I think this is one of those episodes where the storytelling of the sketch stuff is where the, a lot of the good stuff came from. <laughs> the idea of this episode is that Will just became editor-in-chief of Brick Chic Magazine. Um, which is different from Brick Czar and Lego Politan, I think it was. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and like I love it, like how like they walk in, they sit the sets everywhere, like actual sets for summer, winter, uh, fall, and spring. Um, and I think that it's just a very fun traditional idea in the most basic sense. 
Yeah, no, definitely. This was not like the most out of the box, but just another great solid idea for how to do something fun that they haven't done before. So um, I like that they introduced the modeling aspect as well. Uh, and that, you know, there was a little bit more, like you're saying about like beyond just the design itself, that they had to get into the, the, uh, the spirit of the week mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, because it definitely has a very fun Delaware's Prada vibe to this episode. Uh, <laughs> like, Will's like, Will becomes like full on Meryl Streep in that movie uh, by the end of this episode. Not even by the end, like immediately almost. Yeah. Uh, and it's so like they have, um, they get up to two teams per fall, per season, and they have to make a bag that would fit for that season and also model that bag. Um, and I cut the breakdown here. Uh, it was so. Um, Summer was Lewis and Alex. Alex would be the model. Uh, Allison and Melanie also were doing Summer. Melanie's the model. Spring uh, is Nina and Sam. Nina's the model. And Emily and Kelly. And Kelly's the model. Um, for fall, Kristen and Robert, both are the model. And winter is Paula and Alita. Um, I think this is interesting because, like, bags in general that people carry for those type of seasons are very different. Yeah, no, definitely. And I... I think that some of the the contestants here kind of missed the boat on like going for high fashion, which I'm not a high fashion person, so I also probably would like not have the best of ideas as to what to build here. Yeah. But I um I did really like that there was a there's like no two bags were anywhere close to being the same. All six were very different, yeah. Um and also it's like fascinating like how like people like Melanie and Kelly are like, Yeah, I used to model or I am a model or whatever <laughs> and it was fun to see that side of these characters, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about some of the models coming up here when oh, we get to so the photo great. shoot portion. Um, I also love that this is, like, the first time we actually see Christopher kind of drop character. Um, we get, like, the cute little, like, child photos of him, and, like, he looks exactly the same. Yes. Um, <laughs> like, yes. exactly. The glasses are still the same, too. Yeah. Um, and, like, he's like, yeah, my mom took care of me a lot. She loves bags. And, like, you know, I want to make an episode that she would enjoy. I'm like, Oh, we're getting the real Christopher here. I love this. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's really good on me. And he's giving so much of himself to the show. Like, he's willing to be vulnerable and real. And he's also willing to be goofy and funny. Like, I I'm I'm here for it. I hope that he is uh, makes it to the finale episode at this point. I could see. I mean, they're not far. They can't be that far away. Um, but I also love, like, how we get um, <laughs> Will, Will, like, on his power trip immediately fires Jamie. Uh, and like the, I, I want to compliment the cinematographer on this. Uh, it's just really funny to see Will all the way in the background firing Jamie, and then Jamie walks like that long walkway towards the camera, and he's like, "No, Jamie, I need you. You're really good at your job." Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I they're just they're 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 just having so much fun. I love it. I'm I'm here for it. I wonder like. Yeah, I, I really wonder their dynamic, if it's exactly like we see on camera. I suspect it is. Or if they're like, you know, like, I'm sure they're all chummy and, and good friends and stuff. But just like, I feel like the rapport between Will and Jamie and Amy is also growing week by week here in this yeah. new season. It's just, it's great. Um, we also get like our first time having this issue. Um, Lewis and Alex have a really cool, interesting idea for a bag. I am from Florida, as I mentioned many times. I am from Miami. I know exactly what they're going for. But also, it's a very hard thing to translate into brick. Yeah, yeah. It the I like the idea. They obviously struggle with the functionality of what they end up building here. Yeah. But it, it like it was very creative. Like it looked like a modern art piece in a bag. 
Yeah. Um, and also, I think how they used Alex was purposeful to distract from the from it, you know? Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Lewis and Alex, like, they honestly, like, they're a little bit more muted than most of the contestants. They don't, like, you know, their emotional range that they give as characters on, on this season is not the most, like, you know, uh, <laughs> wide. But to see Alex go for it this way was very fun. Probably also a little strategic, like you're saying. And but I, I do think like they're they're giving of themselves. They're putting their full self into this build. At least Alex is. And yeah, I mean, uh, like Alex is in a speedo. He's like a guy in his thirties in a speedo. Yeah, like uh, I said, full self. Like, full like, shit. Like, he's like, yeah, he's he's like uh, he's a Lego guy. He's not like best built <laughs> human. Um, okay. Mark, before you get in trouble, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, I'm chubby as shit. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if anybody's watching live on YouTube, you can I'm tell fat. that Mark and I are also have Lego builder bodies. <laughs> uh, you know me, with my six-pack ab is drawn on over my uh, stomach. Uh, uh, so then we get to Paul and Alita with a very interesting idea. They want to build like, a mini duffel bag. For their at, for like winter, and I think this is a really smart thing. Also, like, is Nalita like the most interesting casting decision ever on the show? Okay, so like, I mean, I, you know, yeah. tell me why you think she's the most interesting casting member. I think that she's oh. really fascinating. I think she's a what I've said before is like she seems like she was cat like they were cast. I think a big part because of her personality, and she's been yeah. bringing a lot of the personality. I have been skeptical about her and their brick abilities. But personality-wise, they've been bringing a lot, and they've grown so much, as we were going to talk about these yeah. two weeks that we're talking about here. Yeah. So, interesting. So, is, what else are you seeing? Why is she, right. like, so first the off, she's, she's as funny as most of the funny characters in the history of the show. We don't get too much more, but, like, whenever it's like, man, Paul's an idiot. That's basically the energy she gets. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a very fun yeah. brother and sister dynamic. Paul, yeah. obviously, is the one that knows Lego a lot better than Nolita. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I feel like Whenever the camera's on her, she's like perfect. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. No. Totally. I I totally agree with you. Like and she like, decides Paul... to be the model, and like it's just like like when like Will's like give me your looks, and like they're good model looks. Like <laughs> yeah. No, she definitely like Paul again is one of the more quieter people on the season. Um, like I said with Lewis and Alex, you know, you could also throw in Robert, you know, from Christopher and Robert, but like they're uh, you could tell like Nalita like he did great to basically pick his sister to come with him, you know, because yeah. I'm assuming this is like his dream. And he's like, you know, come, I'll, I'll, I'll figure out how to build, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out how to build together. And they're so fun. She is bringing so much as a personality to the season. Yeah. Also, can we just talk about their idea for the zipper? I think yeah. Oh, so like I've been working on a uh, Jurassic Park Lego set for the last few days. Um, okay. I've had like, a rough few weeks, and I was like, I'm going to treat myself to a nice uh, Jurassic Park Lego set. It's the um, T-Rex attack. So yeah. I built the car. I built the T-Rex. But like the T-Rex teeth are the same te- teeth that they use to build their zipper. So they have the zipper teeth, and they use a skeleton as the yeah. actual zipper head, I guess. Yeah. Um, but like, what a brilliant idea. Yeah, really, really smart. And I think that like that idea was really what ended up winning them the week. I think that their bag was cool. There's a lot of cool bags, but like that kind of out of the box thinking um, was like, I seriously think the judges like love that so much. Like I would not be shocked if I see like a zipper in a Lego set 
eventually because of like how cool that was. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, we got to talk about Allison and Melanie, whom I feel like they had a rough week, unfortunately. Um, I actually think their original build idea was actually pretty cool. And I think the judges overjudged them too early mm, and made them change their idea too much. Yeah. Well, it was tough. I just feel like they, they didn't check two boxes that I feel like the judges were asking for. One, I don't know if it was like the high fashion vibe that they were going for. And then two, it wasn't functional. It When the judges came came up to them, they seemed surprised that the judges were asking them how they were going to be able to hold it by the strap. And so I feel like the judges, whether that was communicated or not, they were really wanting to see a bag that was going to be able to be carried like that. And so yeah. um, because they were going for size and, and how big they were trying to build, they realized like, okay, we had to scrap it and start building something much smaller that could be potentially functional, even though they were still not able to get there at the end. I think you're right, though, that they probably would have been served if they would have just kept on their trajectory because there was another, you know, build that didn't have a functional strap either. And if they could have just nailed the big bag that they were going for in the beginning, then I think it would have been a better route. But who knows? It's hindsight 2020. And I think of like they were they were dinged last week because their camera was small. It was mm -hmm. good. but It was small. And I think their bag looked cool where they were going with it and it ended up being cool i mean granted it's in the top six and now so like it's that thing of like you have to be more than just cool you have to like rock it you know yeah no that's a really good point about them overcompensating probably from last week and i think that they i do like in general people trying to integrate the judges feedback we've seen so many people get eliminated because the judges just like last week with Aubrey and ryan like they're pointing something out and then they don't they're not able to like take the feedback and, and run with it. And I do think those people are more likely to get eliminated when the judges have given them something like concrete to like adjust. Mm -hmm. And so I like that they like, were willing to try to be flexible, but just it, unfortunately, yeah, the competition is just too good at this point. There's nobody else that's doing anything that's like remotely, you know, close to going home this week. Yeah. Um, so. <clears throat> like, I mean, I feel like Lewis and Alex, they, they have a lot of issues too. Um, like they like have trouble. I think fuck by worth the weaving of their bag. Yeah, um, the structure or something was off. It was hard yeah, to tell like, visually from just watching, but the judges definitely didn't like something about the structure of it. All right, so we have to talk about now, I think, easily the highlight of the whole episode. Uh, the whole modeling segment is just the most fun thing ever. I love how <laughs> Will, Will is drinking water. It's a super fancy water on it. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, this is like the thing that like brings like Leo Mass, just like that really good, fun family vibe they love. They love like pouring the snow and all that stuff. And, like, just, like, Alex in his Speedo, just on the stand, like, everything. It's just – yeah, it's that fun thing of, like, okay, this is a serious show, but is it? You know? Yeah. No, and, and I think, like, some, when the competition is that tough, too, like, I feel like people really, like, want to, like, bring a little bit of that X factor to their, you know, uh, presentation of their build. And so, the, uh, you know, whether it's Alex, you know, disrobing – or, you know, really Nalita serving, like, you know, Kelly really getting into it. Like, even Nina. I was so, I was so fun to see Nina just really, like, just the, everyone was just going full send with how they were approaching the, uh, the photo shoot here. And it's, like, so fun, so sincere. It's Lego Masters at its best right here. Yeah. I mean, like, season four, I was a little concerned with at the top, at the top honestly. But they're really – they're now cooking with gasoline, you know, like they're building with brick and cooking with gasoline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so who is in the bottom two, Mark, this Well, week? should we talk about the actual uh, 
Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Let's actually get to the builds. We haven't even discussed yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, first is Christopher Robert with their Maple Leaf bag. Uh, they modeled it together. And, like, it looks like a really good, like, high-fashion coach-style bag. Um, and I think, like, the photo shoot is really adorable. Um, yeah. Like, it's very, like, romantic, but not. And, like, like very, <laughs> like, it's like, this is our baby. Like, that's what it felt like. You know what I mean? Like, we both love this bag. It's our that's bag really funny mark it did feel like now in hindsight a baby photo shoot the fact that they had two models like that <laughs> and, and that's exactly i've seen so many baby you photo have shoots. One like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and so i get it that's that's really funny um the other thing too that there's two more things about this build that we can't not discuss which is one christopher's story like you already alluded to but like he really leans in here and like will i just i i can see how much will loves christopher like he's just like this guy is giving he's giving it to us and so he like really like rewards him you know by him being emotional and vulnerable about sharing about how much he loves like his mom and appreciates what she's done for him and part of that is like you know inspiring him and, and giving him an idea on how to build a bag here so i love it great tv and then the other thing too, which is also great TV, was the reveal of like how it unclassed. Like yes. that was a real wow moment when revealing their build. I mean, they built a bag. They yeah. built a bag like that, and it's a really impressive. And I also love like Will's joke after all that, being like, "I hope your mom is watching too, because we ne- we need the viewers." I'm like, I love that. <laughs> thing. It was just great. Yeah. Uh, then we get to uh, Allison and Melanie with their beach bag, and I think the bag actually still maintained a very cool thing. Um, I, it's a cool idea, um, and I think like the wheels was interesting. Um, like they had wheels on it, um, and I think Melanie did a really great job of selling this. I mean, like, of course she's going like she's clear, like she like talks about brand ambassadorship and stuff like that in the yeah. And like it's like you know she's a tiny little adorable human being, and like the bag looks cute. Like yeah. looks, the photos are great. I think the bag's well designed. I understand why they went why they don't do so well in this episode but yeah if this is week one they're not even this is not even being discussed as a bad like bag like like the the fact that this is the worst one is a sign that the competition has now been whittled down to people that are very good at building lego Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, um yeah and like the modeling is great like it's all it's all good yeah Um, i just think they got i really think they got their head from the brick masters honestly yeah and i'm not gonna fault amy and jane for that because like their job is to tell people when they're doing good. Yeah. Um, they'll get to Lewis and Alex out with their beach bag. And it's more fashion than function, as they said. Um, yeah. And, like, like Alex had to shine bright. And I think he does. I think they did a they, – the bag looks cool. Um, it's not a great bag, but it's a cool bag. And, like, the photos are fun. Yeah. Yeah, they ended up having to lay it on the ground for the photos because it wasn't being able to be held or picked up really. And then didn't really – wasn't really able to hold stuff inside of it. So the, the bag part wasn't quite what you want. Yeah. Oh, no. And, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I loved, I love that they're, they went for it, even if they, you know, the bag wasn't exactly the best bag this week. Yeah. Um, then we get to, uh, next would be Emily and Kelly spring 2024. Um, is what they call it. And it looks, and it looks, Really cool. Um, and Kelly, like, Kelly, like, high key slayed this shoot. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Like, it looks like a thing they would see, like, you know, I hate to, like, a JCPenney catalog, kind of. Yeah. Like, the yeah. Energy, like, 
like fun mom. Um, yeah. And like, it's hard to like hide the hinges the way that like that. I think Jamie and Amy kind of dinged them on, but like, I think this is like, I was like looking at the texture of the bag. I'm like, this is like a very smart build. Very cool design. I thought that, yeah, I think just what's so interesting about these bags is like how people did the different textures. Cause none of them were the same um, and how they approached that especially when people are trying to go with a more like organic leathery type of vibe. And they really nailed that here for sure. Again, like they could have easily been the winner. I feel like if they, if there were, you know, one or two other bags here that were, if, if they were in the top two this week, I wouldn't have been surprised. I, I thought it was like worthy of that. Um, if the competition had been a little bit less. Yeah. I think this is definitely the third place bag. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me tell you, Sam. Um, and like, honestly, like this is just, a very adorable photo and like the bag the bag's not the most fashionable bag but it's cool it's a good mass center bag um i like the like the actual like design how they use the cylinder bricks too also um for me this felt like kind of like a okay build you know like i've yeah. seen something great from them before and i'm just like okay i thought that the the design like the structure of it how they engineered the bag was brilliant i thought that like it was really cool how they wrapped around the flexible Legos. It's so hard to make Lego that bends in general. And so if you're going to do that, you have to be very creative. So I liked how they, they made those straps like that. But then I do think that like the, the strap itself wasn't the, you know, the, the coolest thing, um, you know, comparatively. And then I feel like they've really nailed the colors usually, but this one looked a little kind of like tacky yeah i don't know that sounds too harsh like they're incredible builders but like it just it didn't feel like the high fashion vibes that other people were giving yeah 100 i fully agree with that uh then we get to paul and melita with their winter duffel bag the skeleton zipper and like it's a really cool bag because it's like able to be used for like dogs or animals and like other things and i think they fucking slate this like i think like this is an amazing photo nalita does a great job with the snow everywhere and she's happy and it just they sold the bag very very well with the photo and the bag looked amazing yeah i do think the marketing was maybe better than the bag if it was just bag to bag like, I think that um, Christopher and Robert probably should have won. But I do think that Nalita, like, l- I think she genuinely, like, won them the X Factor. Like, the little push they needed to win win the week because of her modeling. And then even the storytelling with the dogs and stuff. I just thought, like, all those little touches, like, really helped. And so I was like, yeah, Paul and Nalita, very functioning, very functional duo here. You know, maybe could make a run at the end game. I'm just a little concerned. I don't think that, like... The brick building is there. They had the brilliant idea with the zipper, like we've already, you know, discussed. But like the bag itself, I was like, okay, like this is good, but I don't know if it was that great. Um, but then the teeth, the zipper, and then the modeling just kind of put it over the edge. I think. Well, they didn't win though. Uh, oh, oh, they didn't. Oh, I was wrong. Yeah, they came in second. Oh, um, okay, okay, got it. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I was like, wait, what? And I was like, so I was looking at my notes. I'm like, huh? And I just like went straight to a I'm like, wait, what? Uh, okay, so, no, thank you for clarifying. It's, it's different than it happens to the West Coast version of the show than the East Coast version. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> the Lego Masters universe is all one timeline. Um, and I just was wrong in my memory here. I'm looking at my notes. Yeah, I, I just got it wrong. It's totally fine. I just was like, wait, what? Uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're in top two. It's Christopher and Alita. Uh, Christopher and Robin and, and Paul and Alita. Um, and I, I think this is a very smart top two. I think it's a great top two. And Christopher and Robert get their first win of the season. And I'm happy for them. I think they made a really great build. 
they were just robbed of getting the golden brick that they worked so hard to earn last week by getting it put in circulation. I was a little bit bummed that it didn't come back this episode. I don't they think won. It's back. Oh, really? Interesting. I, I, well, I mean, like, okay, so like it happened quickly. Like the golden brick happened early, and then like both Poppy and Ben leaving. I think it makes sense to me that, yeah, interesting. Like, we're at final five now, so like, why would there be a golden brick at this point? I thought you could use it up until the finale episode, but I don't remember the Lego Masters, uh, you know, oh, rules exactly. I mean, if it comes back next week, great, but I don't think it is. I just thought it would have really completed the arc that they of last episode where they worked. They they really pulled off this move, and then they yeah. could get rewarded by winning the next week and getting the golden brick. They're never going to need it. I think they're going to be safely in the finale episode. You know, like yeah. they just they they really have not failed. You know, yet at all or come close yet. Um. Yeah, then we get to our bottom two, which is Allison and Melanie and Lewis and Alex. Um, and yeah, I mean Allison and Melanie, they were they were great television. They were really yeah. fun. Um, they were a great version of this archetype that we get pretty often in the show. Um, and I'm happy they did really well. Like six places is pretty good. No, like I said, just this was not a bad build. Like even what they were able to do by scrapping, you know, halfway through and restarting. Like this just wouldn't even this would just be one of those those early builds in the beginning of the season where they just yada yada over the judging and kind of fast forward through some of these like, you know, not gonna be the worst, not gonna be the best yeah. builds. It's just the competition is too tough at this point. And they just unfortunately messed up and um couldn't recover from, you know, trying to restart at the middle. So I, I'll miss them. They were also fun. You could tell Will liked them as well as far as the personality and what they were able to give to the show. Amy cried. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. They, this seemed like an easy couple. If I was going to bet on who Amy's going to cry saying goodbye to, it was going to be them. Um, but that's okay. so. But that's it, Mark. What do you think about next episode? What we I'm saw? excited. Um, it's a, it's a, one of the more interesting ones. Uh, the idea of them like having to crash a boat and a car into each other, and then like use those pieces to build like a supercar boat, I guess. Yeah, uh, and then racing. And then race I them. love the racing episodes. Uh, I'm hearing uh, Emily. I think. Screaming, yeah. Christopher. Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I already know we're getting another all-time Christopher moment. So uh, I'm very excited to watch this next episode. And as always, Mark, excited to talk about it with you yeah. afterward as well. I have a question. Uh, we haven't talked about this in a while. Um, and quickly, who do you think are in the top three teams? Christopher, Robert, Nina, and Sam are my. Those are locked in. Do you have a third that would be yeah, locked in with them? Yeah, I think it's Paul and Alita. Is, is in Ooh, that interesting. Three. Okay, got it. Yeah. I think I might put Emily and Kelly in there in the oh, final three. okay. Based, mostly based off editing. I feel like we kind of like like introducing I, – I feel like I know them the most of the other remaining builders. I mean, I think Lewis and Alex, of course, have a huge chance too. I mean, like they've always been up there. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm loving where the season's going, and I think next season will be a really great one. Yeah, um, yeah. How, Josh, how can people follow you? Follow me at Josh Kettles on Twitter. That's where I am most active talking about reality TV shows like this. Um, and also at FeaturePassSurvivor.com where I am talking about Survivor every episode, just like we talk about Lego Masters here. Mark, what about you? Where can we find what you're up to these days? I know uh, you got a lot cooking right now. At MarkLeaving85 for the Twitter and Instagram and the Letterbox. Also, I just started doing TikTok uh, with uh, as Movie Mark, uh, just doing movie reviews that way. 
Um, I literally posted one so far. I'll be posting probably two more before the end of the night because I'm seeing a movie tonight after this. And I have another one cooking in the brain. Just, you know, just trying to do fun things that way. Um, also, if you're interested in like a dumb game, my fiance and I just created Where's Paul Giamatti, which is an Instagram account where we hide Paul Giamatti in our apartment and try to uh, find it. Uh, but also, like, we've been, like, posting it around and just dumb stuff. Um, also, you can catch me on every Thursday morning here on some podcasts, uh, interviewing the latest team eliminated from the Amazing Race. Uh, always have fun with that and some Amazing Race rules. And, yeah, Josh, this yeah. is always so much fun. Always, Mark. Always. So thank you for being here, Mark. Thank yeah. you, everybody, for listening, for watching live on YouTube. Yeah. And I'm excited to continue to get my brick on with a few more episodes left in the season. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.